Hi friends, hi family, it's Katherine Bleich with SovereignLiving.com and SovereignLiving.tv. I haven't done a podcast in a while, mostly because our family business has really gone through some big growth in the past month or so, which is very exciting, but it has also been very time-consuming for both myself and John. If you're interested in checking out our five-minute top-of-the-hour news service, thelibertybeat.com is now the official news service of the Genesis Communications Network. So that's pretty exciting. GCNlive.com, you can check out the feed there or libertybeat.com, thelibertybeat.com. Today I wanted to talk about a new concept that we are utilizing in our family home. This is something called a nature table or an altar. And the idea was originally presented to me in a book I was reading about Waldorf education at home. And what she suggested was keeping a nature table inside of your house. And a nature table, as this book would suggest, is a place where you bring in pieces of nature from outside and you keep them on this display table or shelf where you can use it as a daily reminder of the seasons and to keep you in tune with mother nature. Now that we live inside, people have become disconnected with the changing seasons, with mother nature, and aren't really in sync with what's happening, happening in the environment all around them. So I read that, I thought, wow, this is really neat. We collect nature almost everywhere we go. We pick flowers, we bring home seashells, and they're kind of scattered all throughout our house on little tabletops and things like that. So that idea was sitting in the back of my mind. And then this past weekend, we were invited to screen Sovereign Living at a sustainability event for an organization called Common Ground in San Antonio. And we went to this event, and the kids fell asleep in the car, and John came running to the car and said, hey, there is a workshop on creating a sacred space at home. Do you want me to sit in the car with the kids so you can go attend that? And I was like, absolutely. So I ran over there to catch it in time, and I am so glad that I did. It was phenomenal. I cannot remember the name of the woman who presented the class, but I've asked the event organizer to link me up with her. So I will try to include a link to her Facebook or website or whatever in the show notes as soon as I get it. What she discussed was the tradition within Native American, Native, well not Native American, just Native cultures in general. One second. Yes, Aliana? What's up, baby? Yeah, totally. I'm doing a podcast about our nature table. Do you want to tell the podcast about the nature table we created? No? Okay. So she was discussing primitive cultures and how connected they were to the land. And one of the practices that they had was, and still is, this is a tradition that has been handed down through these native cultures, that you keep an altar in your home. And it is a way for you to honor Mother Nature and stay in sync and in tune with the environment. And, you know, we are the environment. But when we're locked inside of our home, we really be with it. And she suggested that on this altar, you include the four elements. Water, fire, wind or air, and of course the ground. So, what 
I have done to honor Mother Nature and to really bring the outside into our home in a sacred way, a place where we can meditate, a place where we can honor Mother Nature, where we can honor the members of our family, and a place where we can begin our daily practice of our intention circle, which I'll talk about in a second. I have created a altar in our living room, and on that altar right now are peacock feathers from our peacock at the farm which is a way for me to honor my passion for farming and gardening and to remember the beautiful farm that we had built and to remind myself that we are coming back toward that. It also has water in a, a beautiful yellow glass that I have saved for years and years and years and bamboo growing in there with stones that we have found around town here in San Marcos. And the woman who taught the workshop said it's really important to have water there and to maintain it and to make sure it's not dirty, it's not stale, and that you're keeping it fresh. And this is a way for you to stay in tune and, um, you know, to be paying attention to Mother, Mother Earth and to be connected with that element of water. We also have seashells and rocks that we have found around Austin and San Marcos. There are seeds from our garden that we had before seeds from our plants that are out growing in front of our apartment, and seeds from flowers that we have found all over town in San Marcos. I like to collect seeds from beautiful trees and flowers that we find so that I can plant them in pots here at the apartment or when we have a farm, you know, plant them in the ground. It also has chicken feathers, feathers that we have found outside, rocks, crystals, pearl jewelry, stone jewelry, things that remind me of specific people, things that remind me of specific times in my life, things that I wish to honor and pay reverence to on a daily basis. I'm really excited about this, this idea that we've put together because I think it already has impacted our family's life. In addition, there's fire, we have candles, and I have been burning sage and cobalt, which the woman who taught the workshop was discussing how that's a resin from a tree found in Mexico and by burning these things you can help to purify your home it helps to remind you the scent I, I, you know that your olfactory senses are the the scent the one bleh, I'm stuttering here sorry <laughs> it is the of your five senses the olfactory scent the ability to smell is one closely connected with memory so for me the idea of burning sage to cleanse negativity and to create peace in my home, I have a memory associated with that now because every time I burn sage, I'm doing it with the intention of letting go of something that I'm harboring, getting rid of nasty energy that I'm holding in my heart or in my body somewhere, or if, if we've been bickering in the household, I, I burn the sage. and. For me, that smell brings peace to me because I have built that memory of peaceful intention with that scent. So I think burning incense is a very powerful way to connect with whatever it is that you are trying to create in your life. And for me, having a peaceful home, an organized home, a productive home, uh, and by peace, 
I mean, you know, non-violent and non-fighting. That doesn't mean non-chaotic. We have a lot of fun and we're kind of loud and crazy here sometimes. And then the wind, I'm still trying to incorporate... I believe that the bird feathers kind of represent that. She had a conch shell that she blows and it, that made that noise. And before starting the workshop, she blew the conch shell in the directions of northeast, south, and west, and then up to the heavens and down to the earth as a way to honor the universe and Mother Earth and all of the blessings of abundance that she brings for us. And I just thought this was a beautiful practice. And I am so excited to be on this journey of intention-based living, creating a life based on intention, and really connecting with the earth. Especially now that I'm in an apartment, I feel very disconnected. When I was gardening all the time, I felt very connected with the earth and with the seasons. I, I, I knew you know, when things were going to be in bloom and when things were going to seed and how the dirt felt after the rain and before the rain and during the rain. I was just very connected with the earth. And now that I've spent 10 months in an apartment complex, I feel very disconnected. So this is one of our ways to try and bring connection back into our household and into our lifestyle. I don't know if I've discussed the intention circle on this podcast before, but I'll add it here briefly before I sign off. At Rethinking Everything, a conference we attended recently where we screened Sovereign Living, it went over very well. We learned about this practice of an intention circle. And my friend Nova Ohm, she has been a wonderful inspiration for me. She introduced me to this practice. And they did this at the intentional community she lives in, in Oregon, where every morning the community would get together and they would sit in a circle. I think in this community they would hold hands. We don't do this in our family because we've got two toddlers that are kind of running around or, you know, a little crazy sometimes in the morning. And they would each say what they're grateful for that day, and then they would say what their intention was for that day, and they would go around the circle giving gratitude and stating their intention for that day. And then the whole group would take three deep breaths together and do three ohms together. And this is something that our family has been practicing since Rethinking Everything. And I think it has really been beneficial for us. It has allowed us to connect every morning. And when you are telling everybody what it is that you intend to create that day, you are creating a support system of people who can help you achieve that goal. So when you tell your family and you tell your friends, hey, this is what I want to create out of my world and my time and my energy today, they can be there to support you, whether that's with contacts, leads, emotional support, whatever it is you may need. So that is the intention circle and the nature table or altar, however you want to refer to it, I think is going to be a really neat way for us to start our day every day. I am trying to also get back into the practice of daily yoga. I quit doing yoga after Porkfest for some reason this year in June, an event we travel to every year in New Hampshire. I just, I don't know, I, I, I lost the habit, I guess, because we were on the road for three weeks and I didn't really do a lot of yoga on the road. There were some times where I just got out of the car and did it on the sidewalk, but really, I completely abandoned the practice and I, for the past two days, have been doing it again and my body's feeling better, my mind's feeling better. So with this nature table, 
the burning of the incense, the intention circle, and the daily yoga, I really feel that we are going to be starting off on the right foot as a family. I know this isn't for everyone, and that's okay, but this is something we're trying out, and I am so excited about it, and I really look forward to hearing what practices you have brought into your family that maybe have been passed down through tradition, that you've learned about from other cultures. How do you incorporate nature into your life? How do you honor Mother Nature and the, the abundance which she brings? And how do you express gratitude? And how do you communicate your intention to the world? I'm very curious about those things, and I look forward to hearing more. So this is Catherine Bleich with SovereignLiving.tv, SovereignLiving.com. I'm also the Bitmom, TheBitMom.com. You can check out all of my writings on unschooling and uh, Bitcoin there. Oh, one side note. Just so everyone knows, next month our family is taking off on another three-week Bitcoin-only journey. And we've created a website for it this time, uncoinventional.com. We have some really great sponsors that have come on board. And we are so excited to be traveling through the West Coast, visiting California, Colorado. It's going to be really amazing. So be sure to check that out at uncoinventional.com. Peace, love, and sovereign living.